Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. On this channel, we have simple goals. We want to inspire investors to move forward. We want to create belief that one rental at a time is possible. And we want to help you take positive steps forward. If you want to learn more about your host, Michael Zuber, please go to Amazon and buy his book, self-titled or self-published, One Rental at a Time. I believe there's a link in the description. If you're ready to get started with buy and hold rentals, but unsure what to do, I strongly encourage you to consider buying our online course. It gives you the tools to get started, help you learn your market, allows you to compare deals, and so much more. Lastly, by buying the course, you are granted access to a private Facebook group where I and my students interact daily. Everyone is equal, and we just keep helping everyone move forward. It is so much fun to watch, and again, I believe a link is in the description. With that, on with the show. Hello, friends. How are you doing today? So, you know, as, as the market rolls over, you know, the market gets, the stock market gets a little up and down. Uh, people start to get nervous. Um, you know, a month, two, three, four months ago, people were telling me things like, hey, I hope the seller's market in real estate, you know, uh, rolls over. I'm ready. I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to take my shot uh, when the market turns over. Uh, I think, you know, as in most cases, the stock market goes first. It's just an easier reaction. It doesn't take anything to hit that button. And um, I think that's, I think that's occurring now, uh, but I already can see just based on comments and emails that I'm getting that invest investors in quotes there uh, who said they were getting ready to do something are already getting nervous. Uh, and I say this because this is exactly what happened in 2010 at the bottom of the market. People got so scared by the daily ups and downs of the overarching stock market and the economy. Uh, they didn't realize that real estate was on sale. And that's why I keep telling people that, you know, um, you need to understand your chosen market, right? You need to baseline your market, right? When, why, why my course is all about understanding your marketing and getting that baseline because, right, if your market's a, on average a five, right, it produces a 5% return. The only way you have confidence to move forward is if you see it suddenly producing a seven or an eight, right? Markets will, will go up and down, but they will eventually come back to some, some baseline. So, uh, I thought I would do a video on the 10 reasons why I think this could be a great time to start investing. And by start investing, let's be clear. I mean, you need to spend 90 days learning your market, right? When my students get in the course and we interact on Facebook, their, their first job is to go through the first two phases of the program and do a lot of homework, right? Understand a market, understand this, understand that. And because if you can't understand what an average deal is, you have no hope of understanding a good and great deal. I only want my students to buy good and great deals. I only want my listeners to buy good and great deals. But let's give you the 10 reasons why I think this could be a great time. And I, I decided to do this in PowerPoint so that I can keep my uh, thoughts in order. Uh, but let me share and we'll go through that together. Okay, let's get this out of the way make this bigger. 
Again, if you're watching this video and you've seen a couple, I would appreciate it if you just hit that little subscribe button. I don't make that request nearly enough. Or as Graham Stephan says, hit that like button for me, that the YouTube algorithm. I don't even know what a YouTube algorithm is, but whatever. Uh, and uh, if you have a comment, always know that I have the subscriber questions out there for you. So uh, in the end, let's get started. So 10 reasons why this could be a great time to start investing. So number one, uh, I go back to the cost of capital is low, and I think getting lower. Um, you know, I think uh, if you don't know, your greatest monthly expense, at least for most of us, is your mortgage payment, and the greatest impact on the mortgage payment is the cost of capital or the interest rate. Uh, I am seeing rates. Uh, I had a friend who bought an investment property get something with a three on it, um, which is mind-boggling to me because when I started, I had loans with a seven on it. Uh, so to see, uh, you know, 15, 16 years later, interest rates in half is phenomenal. And I'm seeing more and more people projecting that it's possible to see something with a two on it. And um, it's, it's hard for me to believe, but, you know, I do believe that the cost of capital is getting lower. And again, why is this important? Because if you could lock in something today for 30 years, um, I think it's fair to say in 10 years, you're going to be pretty happy. Um, and if for whatever reason, interest rates go to one, refi, right? I don't, you know, who knows what happens in 10 years at this point. Uh, but again, I think locking into a 30-year loan with a three or a four on it is um, phenomenal. And I believe in 10 years, you'll be so happy uh, when interest rates are higher and all of that. You'll, be, you'll have an unfair advantage because your cost of capital is low. And again, you can't time markets, uh, but you can time the interest rate. So uh, I think it's pretty, uh, it's pretty important to, to lock in debt now if you can. I actually think the other side of uh, capital, which is uh, access to capital. Um, and I, in having lived through the crash last time, uh, I can tell you that I believe access to capital is going to get easier from here. Uh, I think last time capital shut off, right? The rollover in what, call it seven through eight, nine, ten. Um, you know, capital was hard to get, right? You, you darn near had to be a millionaire, uh, the ability to pay cash, no other debt. I mean, it was just crazy. I, and, and I say that from an investor's perspective who had a good credit score and had capital and had experience, I couldn't get a loan. I couldn't get a loan. So we had to go do private and hard money and we just had to figure out other things to do. Uh, I actually think the next couple of years, the access to capital is going to get easier. Uh, which is going to be good because I will look to refi some debt and be in even a better position. Uh, so I'm, uh, you know, I think that's going to be important. So access to capital, not only cost of capital, but access to capital. I think the other thing that is remarkably easier and I don't appreciate enough is access to information online is easier and more available. And I bring this up because when I started learning my market, like I teach my students 15, 16 years ago, it was hard. Information wasn't at your fingertips. You had to go out looking for it. Today, Redfin, Realtor.com, Zillow, it's all there for free. And if you wanted to go get property radar or these other things, or you have access to a real estate agent, this information is there, uh, but you still have to put in the work. If you're not learning your market, you're guessing or you're gambling. And I don't like guessing or gambling. I'm trying to help you set up to get your first four rental properties, and I want your first four to be either good or great deals. If you're not learning your market, 
all you can hope for is average deals, in my opinion, because I think 95% of the listings out there are average or bad. Shoot, average or bad, right? Again, go back to earlier, if your baseline's five, right? There could be some deals producing a three or a four. Those would be a bad deal. But again, with the access to information, the ability to look at any time, you don't have to do this during work hours. You can do it you know, as your side hustle early in the morning, late at night, on the weekends, whatever it is. You need to take advantage of that. You might need to learn how, how to organize your thoughts, how to put it together, how to use that with my yield calculation. But again, the access to information is there. You have the power to learn your market. If you don't learn your market, uh, frankly, I think you're being lazy. And um, it's not a good thing to be lazy with your money. So I hope you, you, you take this heed and you understand that you are at a great position. Uh, I think rental rates, occupancy rates, maybe said a different way, are strong and are going to get stronger. I think there's a generational trend happening right now. I think there's a, you know, I think the uh, millennials and I think Gen Z or whatever is next, I have a propensity to rent. Uh, I think a lot of them saw their parents and friends suffer in the real estate um, or the 2008 recession, the real estate depression. And they're like, no, we, we, we like the flexibility of renting. We don't mind room sharing or house hacking or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we don't mind roommates. Uh, I think that may change in another decade or so as they get older and they, they start having kids and the like. Uh, but I think rental rates are strong. I think occupancy rates are strong. And I think with occupancy rates being strong, I think rents go higher. Right? I think it's pretty well known that we are not building enough uh, affordable homes uh, for uh, a growing population uh, and family units. Uh, and if that's true, uh, there is a great time to be a landlord, especially if you go back to number one and you have fixed rate debt that's ridiculously cheap. Uh, I think having rental uh, strong occupancy rates is, uh, makes this almost a no-brainer, in my opinion. Uh, I think... I think investor demand is uh, about to rise as hard assets once again move in favor. One thing that you learn about the masses when you watch the masses for 20 years, right? They go to they go to dot com stocks, and they go to real estate, then they go to um, you know these unicorn companies, or they go to gold or wh whatever, right? It's just a Bitcoin today, right? Ebbs and flows. I think I think we're about to see probably over the next year or so. People realize that the stock market is uh, rolling over at its peak, right? Uh, I think they are going to realize they're not getting anything in their savings accounts again. Uh, so hard assets, specifically hard assets that produce income, are going to move back in favor. So I think investors with cash and capital are about to go, hey, I, I got to get some rental properties. Uh, I got to get me a, a house, a duplex, a quad, whatever it is. So I think as bonds and stocks prove volatile, you're going to see money come out of those areas and move into hard assets. And I think real estate uh, is the best hard asset out there. Uh, again, I sort of brought this up earlier, but I just wanted to hit it again. I think there's a whole generation that are more likely to rent uh, versus buy. It goes back to the occupancy rate earlier. Uh, but I do think this is, uh, is generational and, and there will be a big wave of, of buyers as they age, just as the baby boomers did and, and now are hitting the retirement age, that will impact housing for decades to come, right? Uh, where, uh, you know, when I was at my peak earning years in my 30s, the McMansion was really popular right before the crash. Uh, I think what you're going to see in the new generation is smaller, actually. They, they prefer minimalism and 
they don't need the 3,000, 4,000 square foot home. They're, they're, they're okay with the 1,200 well laid out, um, you know, open kitchen, all that stuff. So, uh, I, I, and again, if this is true, it's a great time to be a landlord because uh, as rents uh, go up, as we talked about earlier with occupancy, uh, it'd be great to have that generation that will just, you know, pay you rent uh, to the landlord uh, for, uh, for as, long as, they, as long as they choose to. Uh, this is a big one for me, and it's actually why I do my daily videos on the financial market. Uh, if you haven't seen those yet, check them out. Uh, I usually do them in the morning, kind of talk about what's going on. But one of the things I'm trying to figure out is what's going on with the quote-unquote consumer uh, and how the consumer translates to this side is the consumer is the owner-occupant, right? Most of my competition comes from owner-occupants. Uh, because when they come out, they have their FHA, 3.5% down loans, all of that stuff. They usually can outbid me, right? If I'm putting in a bid on a property that produces a 7% yield because I'm an investor, they can overpay, which again reduces my yield, and hence I can't compete with them uh, because they can put such a low down payment. They tell themselves they're going to be there for years, and it doesn't matter if they overpay and all that. Uh, so when owner-occupants get scared, Again, why I watch the financial news and why I put out those daily videos um, is because I think, I think the stock market is a great indicator. I think unemployment's bound to go up. And if owner-occupant slash consumers get nervous, it means my competition really drops, right? I don't know what it is in reality, but it feels like for every 10 buyers, just as a pool, eight of them are owner-occupants. So if half of those drop, now I'm competing against four owner occupants and still have the two investors as an example. So my, my opportunities to make deals will significantly rise. Uh, but I also think, right, go back to that example of 10 I just did where there was eight and two, uh, right? Eight owner occupants and two investors in a traditional market. I think a, a half of the quote unquote investors will fall off uh, because they're posers. They are, they're calling themselves investors, but they've never done anything. And again, I can't, I can't say this enough. Uh, most investors who don't pull the trigger have not done their homework. Uh, I keep telling you to do the course, right? I have this book, book coupon. You know, the course is $179 and you get this, um, you know, this book uh, that I wrote on Amazon, autograph no less, in it. So you get it for $179. But the reason I bring this up is because if you take the time to learn your market, you can insulate yourself. You can create a shield. You can create confidence. So I'm trying to give you the ability to create confidence in your market so that when it goes on sale, you make that purchase, right? You make that offer anyway, because maybe the offer doesn't make sense but, uh, to, the, to the seller. Uh, but again, you can make offers with confidence, and that's what I'm trying to do for you here. And that's why I think two of those you know, investors, again, use, going back to my example of 10, right? Eight of them are owner-occupants, four go away. I think one of the two investors will disappear because they're going to say things like, don't catch a falling knife, or it'll, be, it'll go lower tomorrow, or I don't want to lose money, or blah, 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 blah. Not realizing that if you haven't gone back and looked at history, real estate comes back. Uh, the downturns are always shorter than the ups. And um, if you just had confidence and you knew when your market was on sale, you'd pull the trigger. You'd be okay. This is why I could buy all the way down last time is because I knew when my market was on sale. I didn't try to time the bottom. Uh, I was buying stuff probably two years before it bottomed out. So yes, I overpaid on stuff, but you know what? I got them. 
And when the market turned around and turned around with a vengeance, I looked like a genius. Um, many of you could have said I was an idiot, right? There was a duplex I bought for 100 that probably went all the way down to 75. But now it's worth 200, right? So yeah, for you know, a year or two, you could have called me stupid because now it's worth 75. But now, 10 years later, uh, I'm looking pretty good. And this is because I knew I could hold it no matter what happened. The unit cash flowed really, really well. It produced an 8 or a 9%. And I was okay with it falling. My loan doesn't get called if it falls. It's okay. But again, um, this is what I'm trying to do. So most, most investors, right, half, right, one out of the two are going to not, not buy because they're not confident, because they haven't done the homework, and the homework is something I can teach you to do. The last one I haven't talked about in a while is inflation. Uh, inflation is really, really, really your friend as an asset owner, especially if that asset is, has fixed rate debt and it produces cash flow. Uh, inflation is bound to happen. I don't know when, but it's going to rear its ugly head at some point, especially if you think in decades. So your asset's going to go up and rents are going to go up, but your debt's going to stay fixed at this ridiculously low rate. I frankly think if you get an inflation, you get an interest rate at 2% or 25 or 2.9, whatever, some point in the future, inflation will be higher than that and you will be printing money. Uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting. So um, not a lot of people are talking about inflation today. Actually, more people talk about deflation, uh, but it's out there, right? If you think in decades as a real estate investor, uh, it is something that's out there and it will eventually become the topic of the day. It just not, is not today. And then the last thing I want to point out is this whole one rental at a time uh, story, book, YouTube channel. It works. Um, and, and you need to follow me on, on this YouTube channel. I produce stuff every day, not only new content on real estate, but my daily financial look. Uh, if you haven't bought the book, do me a favor, buy the book, write a review. I, I'd appreciate it. And then the last thing is I did produce an online course because uh, so many people ask how you did it, how you felt confident. Uh, it's listed for $199. The link will be below. Uh, but I do, uh, I have a few books left from when I ordered a uh, uh, big order on Amazon because I wanted to give them away. Uh, so I have a coupon code. It's called Book20. Uh, so you get, you get the $199 course for $179. And I send you an autographed book, uh, which people really like sometimes uh, getting an autographed book. And I'll even give you an inscription. I won't tell you what it is, I'll leave that as a secret. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, even if you don't buy the book or the course, please follow me on YouTube. It's daily stuff. Uh, it's not overly polished because I'm just a one-man show. Uh, but I'd love to inter interact with my subscribers. So just leave a comment below if you have a question. And, um, you know, I hopefully uh, this makes sense. Um, what do you think? Is, is there anything I missed? Right? I gave you 10 reasons why it's a good time to be an investor. If you have something that I missed, I'd love to hear from you. Leave, leave a comment below. Uh, do me a favor, share this video uh, with others uh, as we need to grow uh, the, U the YouTube channel. One rental at a time is a, you know, it's a conservative approach to investing. It's get rich slow, um, you know, think in decades, you know, all of that stuff, but it works. Um, and if you want to hear the story, the, our book has the story of 15 years, how we went up, how we went down, and how we came back. So Hope that makes sense. Uh, give me a thumbs up if you like this video. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, and of course, have a great day.